Hi, this is your host Corbin, and this is your guide for Joseph Kaczynski's Tron Legacy. Before we get into the making of the film, allow me to take you back to 2010 to remember the top movies released that year. They were The Social Network, Black Swan, Shutter Island, Toy Story 3, Iron Man 2, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1, Tangled, How to Train Your Dragon, The King's Speech, Despicable Me, Insidious, Twilight Eclipse, The Town, and many others. It was a good year for franchises, a good year for animated films, a good year for franchise starters, and for films returning that had been long since, since their you know predecessor had hit the screen, like Toy Story 3, for instance. From that year, we have reviewed Inception, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, Birdemic, Guy and Madeline, Avatar The Last Airbender, and The Karate Kid. Links to those reviews are in the show notes below. If you would like to reminisce more about the films of 2010, then head over to letterbox.com and make sure to follow me and Alan over there. Links to our profiles are below. At the 82nd Academy Awards, Best Picture went to The Hurt Locker. As we talked about last week, Tron didn't do great at the box office or necessarily with audiences. It really was ahead of its time, but a sequel to Tron was never far from film enthusiasts' thoughts. In an article by Richard Berry writing for ZDNet UK, he reported the rumor that Pixar was in the process of either remaking the original film or crafting a sequel, but only after Toy Story 2 hit theaters. In fact, Toy Story 2 director John Lasseter credited Tron as his inspiration for making Toy Story. Ultimately, Pixar's plans were nixed when The Matrix, itself a very Tron-like conception, debuted as a major hit before Toy Story 2. Tron did return to households in the form of a video game, something which Tron always took inspiration from. Tron 2.0 was released on multiple platforms between late and early 2003 and 2004. According to Tron creator Steven Lisberger and Kaczynski, the video game is not a part of the canon. Many fans of Tron saw the video game as a hint that there would be a sequel coming soon, and it turns out their predictions were correct. In 2005, Disney hired Brian Klugman and Lee Sternthal to write a script for a sequel film. Two years later, Kaczynski was tapped to direct, and he was a unique fit for the franchise because of his background, not in filmmaking necessarily, but in architecture. He is a graduate of the Columbia Architectural School. His worry was with the Matrix trilogy taking over the cultural zeitgeist, how could they make a sequel to Tron which audiences wouldn't see as an emulation of the Matrix? Disney gave him some money to create a concept which he showed off at the 2008 San Diego Comic Con to great success, initially dubbed Tron 2. A year later it would receive an official name change to Tron Legacy. I personally remember watching it and being crazy excited about it. Ultimately, Lee Sternthal and Brian Klugman were credited with the story, but Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz received screenplay credit. They were they dubbed themselves as super fans. They were huge into the Tron mythos, and they were really excited to make a new mythos of their own and really bring Tron into the 21st century. Another notable addition to the crew was Daft Punk, the very famous foreign robotic musicians were doing the score for the film. They were going to be scoring the entire film. As we talked about in my review, well, in Alan and I's review of Dune, David Lynch's Dune 1984, 
It doesn't always work out. When musicians score a film, musicians that aren't normally composers, as such as Toto did it with Dune, but Daft Punk created the soundtrack to Tron to great success. Tron Legacy released domestically in theaters on Friday, December 17th, 2010. I was there that weekend, and if you want to hear my story about opening weekend, then make sure to listen to the review coming next Monday. At the 83rd Academy Awards, Tron Legacy received only one Oscar nomination, that for the category of Best Sound Editing. It lost to Inception. It competed against Toy Story 3, True Grit, another Jeff Bridges movie, and Unstoppable, an underrated thriller in my opinion. It was not nominated for visual effects, which is a total shock to me. So what was? Inception, no surprise, won the Oscar. Alice in Wonderland, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1, Hereafter, nobody remembers that movie, and Iron Man 2 competed in the category. As far as scores go, it is mostly comparable, actually, to its predecessor. It holds currently a straight 3 on Letterboxd, kind of straight there in the middle, down from Tron's 3.2. It actually has, the, ironically, the exact same IMDb rating of a 6.8, a slightly lower Metascore at 49, previous film was at 58, this is the biggest departure, a 51% Rotten Tomatoes critic score, leading this to show it received very mixed reviews from critics, with 1%, you know, pushing it slightly into the positive, down from the certified fresh 72% of the last film, but a comparable audience score of 63%, with a cinema score, people straight out of the theater gave it a B+. So, not great scores across the board, fairly mediocre scores, actually. It did have a whopping budget of $170 million, and I would say it really does show on screen. It did open number one at the box office, opening weekend grossing $44 million, which is $40 million more than last time, but that's not adjusting for inflation. Um, it did open to 3,451 theaters. It was a big rollout. So what did Tron go up against opening weekend? Well, it competed with Yogi Bear. How many of you remember that movie? I am ashamed to admit I do own it on Blu-ray. I picked it up for a dollar. Warner Brothers film grows $16.4 million. It also went up against The Chronicles of Narnia, The Voyage of the Don Treader, which was the long-awaited threequel that really did underperform at the box office and didn't impress and ultimately the franchise died afterwards. Um, Alan and some special guests did review that film. I will link to their review of the third Narnia film below. Um, it was number one. It was actually dethroned to number three, The Fighter, which uh, according to Box Office Mojo was number 19 the week prior and it somehow jumped up to number four. That doesn't sound right. Um, Tangled ultimately clocked in at number five. Tron in its second week went down to number three. It stayed at number three in its third week, and then it just went down from there. So what dethroned Tron? Well, believe it or not, Jeff Bridges competing against himself. True Grit came in at number two with 24.8 million, and Little Fockers, the third film in the Fokker trilogy, I guess we can call it now, grossed 30.8 million, dethroning Tron 
believe it or not, I guess people were um, more so in the mood for a comedy instead of a sci-fi adventure. That isn't to say Tron was unsuccessful overall at the box office. It did domestically gross $172 million, which is technically a $2 million profit. But once you factor in marketing costs and advertising and promotional material, it's not great. Not what Disney would be hoping for. In the foreign markets, it did much better at $228 million for a worldwide total of a little over $400 million. So it did make a decent profit. It was pretty successful, I would say, uh, far more successful than the original ever was. But unfortunately, we have not received a sequel to Tron Legacy since. I will talk about that at the end of the review next Monday. All right. Thank you, listeners, for coming along with me as I have been your guide to the production and impact of this film. Now that you have your guide to Tron Legacy, make sure to subscribe to the podcast for my full review coming next Monday. And tune in the week after as I return to the world of Jason Bourne to finally review Treadstone. The Silver Screen Guide podcast is edited and produced by Alan and Corbin. Intro and outro music is created by Thomas Rankin. The thoughts and opinions herein expressed are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent those held by Silver Screen Guide. Silver Screen Guide is not affiliated with any company or individual involved with the creation of this movie or TV show. No portion of the podcast may be used without express written permission from Silver Screen Guide.